Welcome to Ghostly. Is Jerome Grand Hotel haunted? Ghostly is a podcast that comes out every other week. In each episode, we take a ghost story or paranormal event and look into its complete history. Rebecca then gives us evidence proving that the story is real, and my job is to debate those pieces of evidence and get you, the listener, prepared to vote on if it's real or not. Please hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so yet. And as always, we're your host. I'm Pat. And I'm Rebecca. So uh, we have an episode for you guys. This is probably one of the more haunted places we have gone to. Or a place, let's just say this, something you can agree to, a place with (laughs) the most stories or with a high number of stories. I have not looked at the haunting stories. Okay, but I'm just letting you know. There was an article I pulled up that had haunting stories, but I chose not to use that because... That wouldn't be fair. We usually, <laughs> I usually am not prepared for these I, things. I understand. I understand. But this is seriously super haunted. <laughs> yes. Although I will and say it's that, got a great history. that you did send me a couple of pictures. I did. And I did look at those pictures. So I have comments to make about those. Okay. But as far as the situation or anything like that, I do not have, I do not have any details prior to this episode. Okay. Um, and I did that to myself. It wasn't Rebecca doing the, that to me, although she does that to me sometimes, uh-huh. where she makes it impossible for me to um, find out anything. See. Um, but yeah, we're going to be talking about the Jerome Grand Hotel in Arizona, in Jerome, Arizona. Um, it you You were telling me that it was a ghost town for a while. Uh, th- essentially that, essentially i mean obviously it's it's one that's been revived yeah um but you know definitely kind of that old west yeah mining town that then died off and then now has been been reborn well it's because of maynard from tool i think that's a big part of it yes. because he he has a house there and he also um makes his wine there right right he has a store i i'm assuming he, he has a winery a, a winery there yeah. you go uh, well, it's also not that far from Sedona, which oh, okay. is super popular. So it's kind of like... Well, it's 100 miles from Phoenix. Yes. So I was there um, years ago with uh, a friend of mine who lives in the Phoenix area. Okay. Uh, I went out there with her sister and we visited her and then we were going to go to Sedona. Um, and then this was kind of like, we didn't stay spend the night, but we stopped in the town. Like, okay. I think on our way to Sedona, on our way back. Um, so it's definitely an easy drive for people. Yeah. So I think that's why it, it's definitely, it's an artist community. Oh, so that's nice. lots of artists live there. And it's very hilly, right? Well, it's basically on like a, I don't know. If it's like a, a mountain, a mesa. <laughs> like, I don't know what that is. A hill? A hill, but yeah. it's more than like a hill. Like, What was that movie that they had where <laughs> they were in England trying to, or Scotland, and they were trying to find a mountain or something like that, and they were measuring it? It's an old movie. Oh, I don't know that one. Okay, anyways. Anyways. Well, yeah, so basically, it's really cool because as you go, you're like switchbacking up this like mesa. I, I call it back switching. I see. Not, <laughs> That's on not the way switchbacking. Down. That's yeah. on the oh, way down. On the way down. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so the hotel itself is at the top. Like the tippy top. The tippy top. So yeah. it overlooks everything. And uh, and so we did, we went into the town and we, we did stop at a, a, a vineyard or wine store or whatever, uh, winery. I don't think that was his. Like I don't remember oh, okay. that. Um, I wish I had known that. I don't know. <laughs> but um, but all I'll say is like a perfect representation of the town is very like 
just casual local people. You mm. know, we went in and, and she, the person um, helping us like just spent a ton of time like showing us stuff and doing wine tastings and all of this. And then all of a sudden she's like, hey, do you want a tarot card reading? And so we all got wow. free tarot card readings and uh, it was super fun, um, fun place. We had a little bit of an incident that happened at the hotel, but it had nothing to do with any ghosts. <laughs> it oh, okay. Was just, it was just us and trying to park, but uh, 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 that, not a story for the <laughs> needed for the podcast. But we did get to go inside, um, and wow. you can't go up to the rooms. They no, secure no. that off, but uh, but we were able to go into the lobby. Well, they don't want paranormal investigations or anything like that happening. There. I I read opposite of that. Maybe now now they don't. Yeah, now they don't. Okay, for that's a while what, they That's did. what I read. Okay, that they were standoffish about it. Okay, and that that's why they will not let people upstairs at all unless you're a guest. Yeah, I don't. I, I I had read some other reason, and I don't remember what it was because okay. I've heard about a lot of for them talk about a lot of paranormal. They had uh, groups there. They had um, Zach there. Oh, okay, okay. So, anyways, it's a super fun town and yeah. a really beautiful hotel. So it can't be haunted then. All right, so we're going to do shout-outs now. Uh, There are two ways to get a shout-out on Ghostly. Uh, The first way is to give us a review on Apple Podcast. Uh, We always prefer the five-star reviews, but we will read any and all reviews that we receive. We we didn't receive any this time. No. Um, We haven't received any in a long time, so if you have not, uh, please go on there and uh, give us a review. We would love to read it on on Ghostly. Yeah, ratings help, but the reviews are, I think, what a lot of people yeah, read. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, the second way is to become a member on Patreon. Uh, you just go to ghostlypodcast.com and click on Patreon in the menu bar. We have a few different tiers to choose from. You know, like we even have a $1 tier. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can become a ghostly member then pretty much mm-hmm. and um you can help us plan out our episodes and listen to a lot of cool extra episodes right now we have 21 extra episodes on there that are a little bit different some might be very similar but um they're different than the ghostly uh, scheme but they do all revolve around paranormal absolutely um and we don't have any patreons this time oh, no new ones yes no um, new ones i mean we do have patreons but we don't have any <laughs> new ones yes yeah but definitely go check it out um lots of fun episodes over there yes all right so i have a listener mail okay and this is actually from one of our patreons um, oh, okay. but i uh she wrote in because we actually read a story of hers back in October. Yes. And she had a little bit more to add. Okay. So the the I don't want to go read her whole other letter, but just basically she uh, had a friend staying over and, uh, or sorry, she was, she has a friend staying over in this one. She was asleep and heard things, woke up and basically saw a shadow person. Okay. So that was kind of, I mean, there was a, more that happened, but that, right. the essential was she saw a shadow person. So here's the second part of that story. The second part. Yes, this is from Kim R. Um, hey, guys, I hope you're doing well. I wanted to share the finale of my story y'all recently shared. Sorry, she's from Texas. I should <laughs> read it in a Texas accent. <laughs> hope y'all enjoyed it and find it as creepy as I did at the time. This was the last thing I remember happening in this home before we moved away. It was my birthday and my best friend, may she RIP, um, was over staying the night. We had just eaten dinner and were in our room chatting, having normal girl talk. Oh, so pillow fights. Oh, okay. 
these are children. I'm just going <laughs> to let go. Uh, I was laying on my bed with my foot up on the window. Seems a little weird. Like, I don't know if the window was open or not, but like mm-hmm. having your foot on the window. But anyways, um, my mom came by my room and told us to take our dirty dishes to the kitchen so they could be washed. So I removed my foot from the window and got up from the bed. After grabbing my dishes and taking a few steps away from the bed, the window shattered. Okay, so maybe wow. it was down. Uh, my de- mom and stepdad ran in to see what was going on. I explained to them what happened, and my stepdad ran outside. There was no one out there and no sign of anything that could have been thrown at the window. Mm. They then called the police to investigate the incident, which is probably a good idea, uh, and they couldn't find any explanation for what happened either. Shortly after that, we moved. To mm-hmm. this day, I haven't been able to come up with any explanation for what happened, but I still believe it had something to do with the shadow person I saw and whatever was sitting uh, on my bed the night our family friend called. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wow. Somebody sitting on the bed. So there you go. Shattered window. I Shattered can't, I window. like can't imagine that. Like just like a window just randomly shattering. For I mean, no I definitely think that that would be reason. scary. Yeah. I mean, just the idea of that would be scary. Um, yeah. But I, you know, thank you so much, Kim, for yeah. um, sending us that again. I really appreciate it. Uh, and if you have a story that you want to share on Ghostly, you could email us at info at ghostlypodcast.com or use the contact us form on ghostlypodcast.com. Or what's the other way? They can send us snail mail. We love snail, snail mail. mail. Yeah, you can send it to us at P.O. Box number 264 in Geneva, Illinois, 60134. Uh, and you're probably not going to remember all of that. So where can they go to find all of this? It's in the footer of our webpage. So just go to ghostlypodcast.com. You know, like people ask us sometimes, where are these pictures that we're talking about? Mm, yeah. We always put the pictures on our website. Yeah. You just go there and you click on episodes, you find your episode and bam, you'll see all the show notes with pictures and links, links to, to everything. Yeah, I was going to say all the videos and things. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And um, yeah, we, I mean, we try to document it well when, absolutely. On, on the website. So yeah, definitely a good companion yeah. when you're listening. Definitely. All right. Um, so next is, you know, your favorite part. Oh, Rebecca. Time for polls. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Let's just do it. No skipping these. So in our last episode, we talked about the West Virginia Penitentiary. We did. We did. And uh, so ready? Yeah. It's a yes, 69.2%. And no, 30.8%. Yeah, I kind of had a feeling. I kind of had a feeling you did. You you won. Wait, it's not you no, winning. It's the believers win. winning. The believers. It is haunted. There you go. <laughs> and there's no win or lose, Rebecca. No, there's no it, win or lose. It is basically saying not that our time. listeners believe the majority of them believe it is haunted. Yes. Now, what was our rating? Uh, yeah. So the rating. Um, is something that people can do when you go to vote and you can go to vote at ghostlypodcast.com again. You yes. know, we're always going to be um, sending you to our site and you just go to polls and it's right there. Mm-hmm. We don't, um, we ask for an email address so that we can, um, so that we can verify that this is the first time you're voting yeah, or that no you're not voting out there and multiple voting. times. Right. Yeah. 
Um, but besides that, we you know even ask you if you want to subscribe to our email list, and if you don't, we never email you. Yeah, no, we promise. Yeah, we promise. We, we, we promise. So um, you can vote on how haunted you think it is, one being not haunted at all, 10 being the most haunted place in the world. It's 5.85. Wow, that's actually really high. That's that's fairly high. That, that's pretty high, I guess I should say. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we've had some in the sevens though, right? Yeah, maybe like one. Hmm. Yeah. So, all right, pretty haunted. <laughs> <laughs> all right, is so you ready for a ghost story? I am ready. Okay, so it's time for a ghost story. Okay. It's time for a spooky tale from Rebecca. I've lived in this hotel for many years. I basically grew up here because my family owns it. We're an old place, but we've updated things, and it's considered the nicest hotel in town. People come from all over to see Jerome, and we are the perfect place to stay, especially with our amazing views of the valley. Oh, and our ghosts. At least, that's what the guests tell us. Every year, we have a book where guests can record their paranormal experiences, and we often get over 300 entries. But I'm going to admit that I've never experienced anything myself. My father says that when he bought the place and during construction, that things felt ominous at first, but then after a few weeks, it calmed down and just seemed like a happy place. And I will say that no one has ever claimed to be hurt or even really all that scared by what they've experienced here. But up until last week, I have to say I didn't really believe. I thought people just heard the rumors and let their imaginations run wild. But while I was working the front desk alone last weekend during the overnight shift, something happened that I can't totally explain. The phone rang from one of our guest rooms. When I answered it, something was off. It sounded staticky and like it was a like a messed up line. And a woman started talking, but she was just saying nonsense. And it sounded like she was really far away or like had her hand over her mouth or something. I was worried someone might be hurt. So I put up the be right back sign and went up to the room. I knocked and knocked and no one answered. So eventually I opened the door with my master key. No one was there. It didn't even look like anyone was staying there, which I confirmed when I went back downstairs. Nothing was messed up. No one was in the bathroom or in the closet. And unless someone somehow snuck down the back stairs, unlikely, but I guess not impossible, they hadn't left the floor. I was the one on the elevator, the only elevator. I even checked our security cameras to see if someone left the building during that time. No one. I can't explain it. It's not like I saw a ghost, but maybe I talked to one. I feel a little closer to this place now. All right. So um, my typical question, how much of this is made up? So there is a story from one of the owners that claims that he answered the phone from a guest room okay. and heard the woman, creepy woman voice sure. and then couldn't find anyone in the room. But I definitely made up like the 
details around it and like the be right back sign yeah like that's all and i don't know if it was the middle of the night or could have been the middle of the afternoon i'm not Rebecca. sure but he is on video <laughs> talking about the story so okay all right <laughs> um well we're going to take a short break and when we return we will get to the pat facts Throughout our time doing Ghostly, we've met a lot of great people. People that don't always fit into our episode schedule. And even when they do, we try to focus on the topic of the episode and we don't really get a chance to get to know them as a person. That's why we came up with the idea of Ghostly X. Ghostly X will come out on the weeks when there is no regular Ghostly episode. And it'll have interviews with amazing people and listener feedback from previous episodes. We also can't wait to talk about the paranormal in the news. We're very proud of this project, and we can't wait to share it with you. Ghostly X is a Patreon exclusive. You can start listening now by going to ghostlypodcast.com and clicking on the Patreon link in the menu bar to become a patron and help support Ghostly by listening to our brand new show. are sponsored by Tarot by Ta. Ta is a professional tarot card reader with over 20 years of experience. He reads at numerous public events, private parties, and personal appointments throughout the greater Chicagoland area. He also does his readings worldwide using online services like Zoom. And you know what the best part is, Rebecca? He's hashtag team skeptic. Of course. Um, so... <laughs> But he does a fantastic job. Um, we've heard from people that have had readings. Uh, we interviewed somebody on Ghostly X that's had several readings from him, yes. uh, Rhonda. Mm -hmm. And Rhonda said that she doesn't know how he does it, but he is one of the best. Yeah, I, I've never heard anyone say nope. anything bad. I, I don't wouldn't hesitate. And he's a, he's a big um, believer in ghostly. So, I mean. Maybe not of ghosts, but of ghosts. <laughs> so, to find out more about Ta, visit and like his Facebook page at facebook.com slash tarot by Ta. Or just do a search on Facebook for tarot by Ta. That's P-T-A-H. Yes. And these will be in our show notes as well. Um, so, if you go over to the website and click on episodes and click on the episode that, that you've just listened to or you're listening to, um, you will find a link to that. Absolutely. You'll also find a link to our other sponsor, Sinister Coffee, who we love, 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 keeps us awake. Absolutely. Um, all right. So we're going to get into some of the pat facts now. Pat facts. <laughs> I think Rebecca is going to focus on the location for her evidence in this one. I just have a feeling because the building itself is kind of new. 
but we should definitely talk about what was at the location before it became the Jerome Grand Hotel. In 1917, a hospital was constructed where the hotel is today. Uh, Well, kind of two hospitals, actually, which is weird. Um, I don't know the area very well, so I don't know if it needed two hospitals right next to each other. Um, While some miners were doing some blasting, they hit a fault line, which caused what was similar to an earthquake. Mm. It damaged the entire south wing of one of the hospitals. So they decided to combine the hospitals and just build a new larger one called the United Verde Hospital. The United Verde Hospital was a state-of-the-art medical facility. And in fact, so much so that in 1930, it was listed as the most modern and well-equipped hospital in Arizona and possibly in all the Western states. I was not expecting you to say that. Well, I did. I just did. Yeah. Uh, Although Jerome was a mining town, uh, that meant at some point the mines would dry up, leaving a lot of people without employment or ways to make an income. Therefore, the miners in a mining town tend to move away when things get dry. They're always looking for the next big area. So this happened in Jerome, just like it happens all over the place. Uh, So much so that in 1950, the hospital actually closed down. Anybody still living in the area would have to go to the neighboring community hospital, and they transferred any residents over to a community hospital as well. Gotcha. But the hospital was pretty big, and it was hard to sell off. Uh, It was owned by the Phelps Dodge Mining Company. That's interesting. Like a hospital is owned by the company? Like... That's mining there, like I don't know. Do you are I mean, you saying hope, conflict of interest? I don't know. Hopefully, everything's all right on the up and up. Well, I I think so because um, it was a mining town, so the miner should be the one responsible for paying for the hospital, right? Yeah, keeping their workers healthy. But just think of how much money that mine generated, though, in order for them to have a humongous hospital like that. That was like state of the art when it was built. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the hospital was then abandoned for 44 years. At that time, the former hospital was purchased by Larry Arthur from Phelps uh, Dodge Mining Corporation in 1994 and was renamed the, the Jerome Grand Hotel, opening for business in 1996. And Larry still remains the owner of the Jerome Grand um, Hotel. Yes, it is family owned. Yes, absolutely. So the Jerome Grand Hotel is well noted to be the highest commercial building in the Verde area, um, the Verde Valley, being at a height of 5,240 feet above sea level. Yeah, so, you know, again, you don't think of Arizona necessarily as having like these high elevations, but there are places that do, like especially if you get over towards like the Grand Canyon and all that. I mean, like there are mountains. I mean, this is, again, it doesn't, this is still very deserty there. I mean, again, think Sedona, the red clay and all of that. So it's more just like a, like I said, like a, I don't know, like, I'm sorry, I don't live out there. Those of you in Arizona, please let us know. (laughs) Mesa, something that like an elevated hill, I guess. Okay. Um, The building was considered by many a masterpiece of architecture because not only was it constructed of poured-in-place concrete, but also at a 50-degree slope 
on solid bedrock up against the slopes of Mingus Mountain. Okay, they call it a mountain. All right. Okay, yeah. Well, it's up against Mingus Mountain. Right, right, right. Yeah. So this, I don't know if that particular part Jerome is in is Mingus Mountain Maybe or if it's... it's pre-mountain. I, I don't know. know. I don't know what that's called, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, but so it's it's sloped and um, they had to build it like that. That's why we had a little bit of a scary time in the parking lot. Like, oh, yeah? <laughs> it's really like you're going to fall mm-hmm. off. <laughs> mm. Interesting. Um, the 30,000 square foot building was designed to be fireproof and not one piece of wood is in the framework and also it's earthquake proof as it needed to withstand not only the rumbling of Mother Nature but also the blast of 260,000 pounds of dynamite. So, you know, obviously the one hospital failed in that. Right. So the next um, building had to be. <laughs> so they're like, we're going to really overbuild this thing. Right. <laughs> the Jerome Grand Hotel is still in use today. The hotel itself doesn't promote the haunted side of things, like I was saying, but there's a debate between me and Rebecca if they are or not. Yeah. Uh, but you must be a guest in order to stay there or in order to go up to the to floors. To go up to the floors, yes. Yeah. Um, so it would be hard for paranormal investigators then if you have to be a guest. Well, I mean, they just want to make sure they get money. I yeah, guess. exactly. Yeah. Which is understandable. Sure. I mean, but while researching, I went on their website and looked. Uh, you can get a standard room for $200 on Valentine's Day. Um, I did that because Valentine's Day is coming up. There you go. Um, and I mean, most other days, it's probably the same amount. Sure. I just searched for that date. Mm-hmm. But to rent the Grand Suite, Ooh. which is actually one wing of the building. Oh, wow. Um, you're looking at $645 for Valentine's Day. Okay. Which is still not that crazy. I mean, you know. No, I mean, for a lot of places, if you just went down the road to Sedona, it would be a lot more. Well, once you hear what's in there, it's not that bad. Okay. Um, The room capacity can fit four adults and two children. So you can go there, you know, it could be two couples going there with a child each, and that wouldn't be bad. Then $323, you know, a piece. Um, Also, it has a complete kitchen. With an oven, uh, I know a lot of those times, you know, like they say kitchen, but it's more a kitchenette. Yeah, that's true. And it doesn't really have that. Uh, it's got a dining room. It's approximately 2,000 square feet. Oh, my. With two <laughs> primary bedrooms. Okay. Uh, it also has a Steinway upright piano in it. All right. Sounds like a nice place. Amongst other things, they have like laundry. They have other things sure. in in the suite. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it is pretty amazing. So. There is a restaurant as well that I think we didn't go to, but yeah. I think you could eat at even if you're not staying there. Well, I mean, if you guys want to send Ghostly to Jerome, <laughs> uh, we would be happy to oblige. There you go. As long as we can stay in the um, Grand Suite. <laughs> Definitely. I, I love that it's the Jerome Grand Hotel and it's the Grand Suite. Yeah. So I'm staying in the Grand Suite of the Grand Hotel. I mean, they go for mm-hmm. Grand. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not a grand. <laughs> it's, just, it's an upright. That's, yeah. <laughs> all right, that's good. <laughs> See, it's multiple levels there. I love it. Yeah. All right, do you have anything else to add to the history? No, I think I've, I've, I've told my stories. <laughs> you told your story. So uh, the parking. You just... Okay, well, all right. So let me just say this. So we, we, we accidentally drove to like 
where the the employees park. Oh. So we had to back up. Like there wasn't like, or we had to do like a 10 point turn. You know what I mean? It was like, wow. it wasn't just so easy to like turn around. Mm-hmm. And you're just on a cliff and there's like just a little fancy thing. Like <laughs> it would not protect anybody. <laughs> but in the meantime. <laughs> it's more of a deterrent. It's more of a deterrent. But in the meantime, somewhere on the property, some reason there was beeping. Like it was like beep, beep, <laughs> like just this like loud beeping. And so my friend is, <laughs> Courtney is driving and uh, her sister and I are like passengers. And so for some reason, like we start panicking about, panicking about the beeping. Because again, we're in this mindset that we're in this like haunted town and this yeah. is a haunted hotel and everything is bad or haunted. And so... We're like hearing this beeping. We're like, oh my gosh, like what is the beeping? And, and Courtney's, Courtney's just, just trying to keep us alive. And she's just concerned with the 10 point turn. With the 10 point turn and the cliff. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like trying to keep us actually alive in the real mm-hmm. world. So like, so we keep talking about the beeping and Courtney keeps being like, yeah, but I just got to make one more turn or whatever she's saying. And finally, we get so frustrated. We're like, would you please acknowledge the beeping? And she was like, I hear the beeping. But I'm just trying to keep us alive. And then we realized that we were kind of being maybe <laughs> we should be focused on not going off the side of the mountain Aww. so anyways it's one of our favorite poor friends, courtney friend stories yeah poor courtney you know what this she is a level-headed person thank goodness <laughs> <laughs> all right well i think that that means we're going to take a break and when we return we will get to the debate all right We are excited to announce a new way you can support Ghostly, joining us on Patreon. There are many reasons to become a patron. Not only are you helping Ghostly cover its own cost, but you can get Ghostly episodes early. You can get up to 25% off Ghostly gear. Get a shout out on the next episode. You can get a priority request for a new episode. Get more Rebecca's creepy bedtime stories. And the biggest news, you can get exclusive content with our new show called Ghostly X for the weeks that Ghostly does not have a new episode. As well as many more cool rewards that we can't wait to share with our patrons. So please, help us become the podcast that we've always wanted to be. You can sign up by going to ghostlypodcast.com and clicking on the Patreon link on the menu bar. are back from our break and uh i maybe we should just end the episode here uh, and no. call it a win for me uh no um you already went into this episode with bias because you believed it was haunted and um 
you also thought the whole town was haunted. Oh, we could do a whole episode just on the town, and maybe someday we will, because there's more stories. But we're focusing on the whole I'm town. just saying, you're already, you're already biased in this. I mean, I heard that it was haunted, and then I read the stories, and I went, wow, it's haunted. Well, not only did you hear it, you believed it before you heard the stories. Because I'm a believer. <laughs> All right, let's do this. <laughs> All right, so, I, okay. Like I often say, there are so many stories. <laughs> like mm. I couldn't possibly go into all of them. So I just tried my best to find some of the best ones. Um, but I will say what's different about this one today um, is for a lot of these, not only do I have the story, but I also have like quotes from people who oh, okay. say they've seen these things. So interesting. Yeah. Not everything, but uh, at least for a few of them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So first is one that I actually only found in a few places, but I found some good evidence of people talking about it, which is the sound of gurneys. Because uh -huh. remember, this was a hospital. So I was right. You're going to focus on the location and not the hotel. Well, it is the hotel. So, But I mean, did anything bad happen in the hotel that you're going to focus on? Well, there is something that happened. I think it was in the in-between times. Okay. It's the same building, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it they is. They just remodeled it, but they it, did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, they even have the same heating system and the same Otis elevator, which doesn't operate like a normal elevator does. It's much slower. Uh, a normal elevator goes eight hundred feet a minute, I believe. Okay. And that goes fifty feet per minute. Oh, we're gonna be talking about the elevator. Oh, okay. We're gonna the Otis elevator. The Otis elevator. Okay, yeah. cool. Um. That's okay. Wait, so, just just so I, I can say this, Otis elevators were some of the first elevators um, that were available that were electric. Oh, that weren't okay. like on a pulley system. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so like when we talked about um, the Win Winchester Mystery House having an elevator, that was probably an o Otis elevator as oh, well. interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, that name sounds like a popular name of elevator. It, but it's a specific type of elevator gotcha. too. Okay. It's not just the company, but it's it, it's a type ah, as well. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Not that I know that much about elevators. I just read about it right before this. I so. think you're an elevator nerd. I'm I'm an elevator expert. Okay. So this is some quotes from uh, the Arizona Central News. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I <laughs> just like this ghostly figures. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Sounds, unexplained orbs of light, and other paranormal activity permeate the halls of this ghost-hunting cult mecca high above the turn of the century Yavapa County mining town, making it one of the most haunted places in Arizona. Now, I did send you a picture with orbs in it. Oh, that, that's what that one was. I mean, I really couldn't find a story behind that photo. I just... It's just a photo of orbs that people took there. Did you want to make a comment about orbs? Um, is this where we're going to do that? Or do you have another spot? No, where I do don't. This? So. Okay. So yeah, um, the picture with the orbs in it. So it's a picture. They circled what they believed were orbs. Yes. To me, it looked like stains in the carpet and uh, like natural stains in the wood, like the wood grain. Interesting. That okay. they were saying were the, like they weren't like illuminated very well. To me, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm sure that the picture was enhanced too, so I I don't know. Um, but orbs, you know, it could be dust on the camera lens. It could be a lot of different outside influences. 
And there's nothing that says that orbs are paranormal. It just oftentimes people say that they see orbs in areas that they believe are haunted. That's the only correlation. So to me, I think the orbs is an is a non non piece of evidence. I, I don't think it really stands. Yeah, I didn't want to linger on it too much because honestly, you know, I mean, there are some orb pictures from there, but to me, they weren't like real distinct. Like it was, no. it was hard. Like there's sometimes we have a video of like an orb moving in an odd way or something. These are just static pictures. Now, where it becomes more interesting is when people see the orbs with their naked eye. Um, but mm. even then, you know, I I've had situations where. I've, I've had situations where someone was wearing a watch or something and it reflected the light and it looks like an orb. Okay, but like that I would think I would know is a light. It depends. Uh, it depends on the situation. It really does. But yes, maybe you would. I'm not going to ar- argue that, but I'm just saying that there is other things that could be causing it and therefore I am highly suspect of it. Okay. Because of that. Because, um, yeah, I mean... Orbs, there's a thousand reasons that are not paranormal for one reason that is not the most well-founded reason for it to be paranormal. Okay. All right. Yeah. I just want to put that out there. Um, but let's talk about these gurneys. So, okay. So this is a quote from the general manager. So mm-hmm. we were skeptical and didn't believe it in the beginning. So um, this is general manager Chris Alther, which oh. is... Wait, before we go further, what was your thoughts about the orbs? Oh, like I said, I, eh, I'm i kind of wishy-washy on them. Like That's I, the one with the circles in the picture, correct, right? Correct, correct, yeah. you didn't think it was... I, I was kind of yeah. like, yeah, I don't... I mean, there were, I didn't, couldn't really find too many story, like a story behind the photo to know like what they were claiming. They weren't, even, they weren't even really good orb pictures. No, so... So, yeah. Yeah, anyways. Like, I've seen some pretty good orb videos and pictures right. where it's like, wow, that is interesting, but I don't think it's anything, but it is interesting. This one, it's more like, meh, it looks like the carpet's dirty and, and the wood grain. Well, again, all. we'll include them on the website. Okay, so yeah, yeah. people can go take a look. Sorry. Okay, so um, so this is general manager Chris Alther, who, by the way, that's the one who has the story with the phone. So it's not the dad, okay. it's the son who's like the general manager. Sure. Um, whose father, Bob, and Uncle Larry bought the boarded up 300,000 square foot, sorry, 300,000, 30,000 square foot building mm-hmm. from the mining company in 1994. Um, okay, so they, he says, quote, we only had six rooms open at first and immediately began receiving reports from guests, hearing voices, and a hospital gurney in the hallways, but mm. no one was there. So there's a lot of, again, visitor reports. So... This is one that they have. Um, again, they write these in the, in the books um, in their lobby. Um, so again, he said, we fill a 300-page journal each year. We have mm-hmm. four or five of them right now. Activity happens throughout the hotel, but the third floor in particular. Most of the deaths occurred in the operating room there. The sound of a hospital gurney wheels across the floor, spook the uninitiated. Um, and so then he says... We've made changes with the carpet and you can still hear it at 3 a.m. in the morning. And then I found another, this is from a totally different website of just like people telling their stories of what they saw while they were there. And there was one person who said, 
uh, quote, much ghost activity outside our room last night. Metal doors kept opening and closing. Metal gurneys were being pushed along the hallway with people talking quietly about the person on the table. I felt they might want to enter my room. So. And that was a three-star review. I don't know if it was three stars or if that was, it looked almost like it was like referencing something. Okay. Like a, like a source kind of thing. All right. Um, so what I'm going to say about that is that a lot of stuff can happen in a hotel. I mean, you hear noises outside the room sometimes. And now I will say that um, although the hotel looks beautiful, the rooms don't look like they're updated Um pretty recently or at least on the website they weren't mm-hmm. um so i'm i'm going to assume that it was very similar to what the rooms were in the old hospital that wow. they didn't break down all the rooms and reconstruct all the like rooms. the doorways are the same size and a lot of that stuff yeah yeah so i i'm gonna say that the that um yeah i just i would say that there's a lot that can happen outside a hotel room in the middle of the night um, that would make people think that it was a that it was a gurney or something like that. It could be somebody pushing like a room service cart. It could be somebody um, pushing a luggage cart. Luggage carts, especially if the wheels aren't oiled very well, can sound like a gurney. At three a.m. though. Sure. What if somebody got there at three a.m. Uh, this is a small hotel. I mean, it's not that big of a hotel. Like, I would be really surprised. Okay, well, that's my answer. Okay. I'm, I'm going to give it a one. Okay, giving it a one. Wow, yeah. all right. Uh, I give this one an eight. An eight, oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I usually don't get this much evidence, so I, you know. Is that the highest you're going in this one, or are you going to go higher? We'll see. I don't all know. Right. I, 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 where the where it takes me. I have a know? feeling at least one of them I'm probably going to go lower on. I don't know what <laughs> what evidence you have, but I just have a feeling that I'm probably going to go lower at some point. All right. So this is another story. Um, and I think it, I've heard it told a couple different ways. So I don't know for sure if this happened while it was a hotel or if it was like while they were constructing it or kind of exactly what happened or before that. But the owner says that out of the many visiting psychics over the years, three of them seem to pick up on a number of things, both past and present. Two in particular said the, quote, head nurse or the nurse in charge was upset with the removal of these desks that were in the, like, restaurant lounge area. Hmm. I guess it used to be the dispensary and uh, the main entrance for the hospital. Okay. Um, So the owner told each psychic the original... Um, sorry, the owner told this, told each psychic the original dispensary desks were in storage. The psychics did not know each other and visited more than a year apart. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like they were there together. Um, so later when they leased out the restaurant in 2003, the new tenant somehow saw two cabinets stored in the back of one of the garages at the hotel. And he asked the owner, um, if he could put them in the restaurant and said yes. So um, the original dispensary counter height desks were relocated within a few feet <laughs> of their original replacement. And to this day, the head nurse has made no more complaints. So I actually ha- read another uh, source that said that and like another, the, the third psychic had come and was like, oh, yeah, no, she's like happy now about it. So, oh, okay. Anyways. Um, well, here's the thing, I, you know, when you're talking with psychics, 
Um, it really depends on how much information you're giving them too. Um, so we don't know the exact situation. You know, maybe when the second psychic came in, um, the person said something like, you know, um, the last psychic was talking about desks from the head nurse. Do you know anything about that? Or are they saying anything about that? So we don't know if they gave it away or anything like that. So I, I'm going to have to go really low on this one. Even though they found the desks, I I don't know if that was the real desks. I don't know any. <laughs> no. Well, just supposedly, like once they put the desks back in there, then things were like quieter again. No part of this evidence is verifiable. Whereas the first uh, story that you gave me, mm -hmm. they were verifiable because they're on a guest book. That's why I gave it a sure. one. Um, and just because they have 300 pages, not every single person wrote in there, hey, there's the gurney. That's true. Um, anyways, no, it wasn't always a gurney. No. So I'm just going to say that maybe five five people wrote in there or something. Mm -hmm. But anyways, this one about the head nurse, you can't verify. They're not saying who the psychics are. they um not saying what happened before and after the psychics. They're not saying, um, you know, it's just... Yeah, you can't verify these are the desks. I'm I'm really upset about this one, I think. Wow, you're getting hot. So guess what? It gets a negative. No, I'm just kidding. We can't do negatives. Can't do negatives. Zero. Can't do halves, according zero. to you. All right, zero, zero for you. I'm going to give this one a six. Okay. Give this one a six. All right, so this next one, I just like including these when I can. This is from TripAdvisor. <laughs> so um, room 35 is kind of one of the rooms that's known to be like a super haunted room. Mm -hmm. So like I watched a video of, you know, people staying overnight there and, you know, just there's there's a lot of things with room 35. But I thought, okay, I saw this, this review on okay. TripAdvisor and thought it'd be a good one. My husband and I were staying in Sedona and decided to spend the night at Jerome Hotel. Mm -hmm. We asked to stay in room 35. The hotel is very clean and the rooms are small but nice. Room 35 is where the little boy is at. <laughs> well, our experience started around 9 p.m. and never stopped. Streams of light through, through the night in the room. We backed up to the rock cliff and the drapes were closed. My husband was awakened by something tapping him very hard in the arm. Got an answer to the question when we asked Daniel how old he was. Someone said eight. We had a great time and got a lot of pictures and evidence. This is a must-see if you are a paranormal person. And then I love this, the last <laughs> two sentences. Haunted hamburger was awesome. Mm -hmm. Have the giant piece of chocolate cake. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I don't know what the haunted hamburger is, if that's a restaurant or something, but... Uh, well, anyways. I do believe in haunted hamburgers. Though. Oh, okay. Interesting story there. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so there is a little boy that they say haunts the room, of mm -hmm. course. And there's a, a picture of a little, like a painting of a little boy that they'll often show. But I, I don't know if that's just, they're just, that just happens to be a picture of a little boy in there and they just associate it with that, that spirit. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm going to say that um, these people went to there requesting this room because they believed it was haunted. So they go in there with a lot of bias and um, a lot of expectation. Um, you're spending $200 a night. Uh, I'm sure uh, in Sedona, you might be able to find cheaper, a cheaper room and probably closer um, to the Sedona area. So I'm going to say that... Um, 
they went in there looking for that. There's a painting of a boy in there, so that's why people think it's a boy. I think that I think it's all just come down to one person made a lie at one point and said that they saw something, or maybe they thought that they saw something and told the story. Now everybody wants to check in on this story. It's kind of like the clown motel. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give this one a zero too. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. This one I give a seven. Okay. For sure. I mean, you know, they have they had stuff happen. But All it right. is a little, you know, they were excited to be there. So I, I'll take that into account. Um, okay. A couple more. Um, so uh, the next one we'll talk about is children. Okay. So many guests and hotel staff have heard and seen what appears to be four or five-year-old children running down the hallway on the third floor. Wow. A lot of stuff on the third floor. Um, sometimes crying or laughing. This child uh, or these children also like to appear at the foot of the bed in various rooms, just mm. staring at the occupant. Frequently, the sounds of giggling and running occur on the top floor as though children are at play. The sounds of a newborn baby's cry is common on the third and fourth floors, as well as the faint smell of baby powder and zinc oxide. The baby's crying has alerted enough guests that they have phoned down to the front desk out of concern, the location being a vacant room. And then I found another one of those little stories that people had posted. Um, Mm -hmm. They stayed in room 39 A and B. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, according to many guessing in this room, a young child is looking for his father and people report a baby crying um, while working on the renovation. A worker also described a small boy who went into this room and couldn't be found. So uh, this is where, again, that was this one. It was like it was under that list of stories, but it doesn't seem like it's a direct person. Um, but they they mentioned this worker saying this. I think that maybe this is the source for that room. Uh, you know, 35, this is room 39 though, yeah. um, about the, the boy. But okay. anyways, but it, uh, to me it was more about just like children in general, mm-hmm. <laughs> like on the loose, ghost children are on the loose on okay. the third and third and fourth floor. Well, I'm going to talk about most people and then I will talk about the, um, person doing the renovation. Yes. Okay. So most people that see this, I am pretty sure although they don't talk about when they see them, but I am pretty sure it happens when they are in half sleep. So they're half sleep, half awake. They see something. It's kind of like the sleep paralysis kind of thing. Um, Which there is a lot of reported sleep paralysis there. I just, we didn't have time. Yeah. And that can be a um, physical thing. It doesn't have to be a paranormal thing. So uh, I'm just going to say that a lot of times when people are in half sleep, you can see the weirdest things and you can say the weirdest things and act the weirdest ways. Um, so I don't think that that's credible then in that particular case. Now, the person doing the renovation, I wonder I wonder if he was saying this to his fellow workers as a way to scare them. Because guys do this to each other. We you know, we try to scare each other <laughs> a lot. So I'm going to uh, go low on this one, but I'm going to keep it at a one for the renovator, mm-hmm. but not for the um, many guests. And I, the many guests to me, it's all half asleep kind of things. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, I'm going to give it a six. Um, I okay. do think there's a lot here, but I also 
you know, I, I don't know if maybe it's just people hearing things. So um, I guess they say there's some sightings, but I didn't find any pictures necessarily of, of the of like ghost kids. Um, but, eh, but there's a lot of people. So and then, you know, we find the story of the boy. Um, now, really quick, I, I I sent you another picture and it was of a like half lady in white. Yes, you did. Now, I couldn't find much of a story behind the picture other than just people say it's a picture of a ghost that was seen there. But honestly, the more I've thought about it, I decided it could just be something somebody created to like advertise that it's haunted. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I couldn't find anybody like being like, I'm the person who took this photo and like, this is what happened and this is what I think it is. So I don't have it in the evidence, but if, if okay. you have some things you want to say about it, like, would you agree with me that maybe it was like more of like a promotional kind of photo? Well, okay. So here is my thing about this. Okay. I wish there was a story associated with it because it is the most real looking picture I've ever seen I mean, in it looks my like a entire half a life. Woman, like the bottom half, like fully. Yeah, but it doesn't look wide enough to be a woman. Hmm. Um, it was a kid. Ooh. No, no, no. It does not look. It, <laughs> it it doesn't look wide enough to be a human oh, that oh. was in that dress at some point. Interesting to me. Um, but I just thought it was really a cool picture. Mm-hmm. But then when I started looking at it, it's in black and white too. Yeah. So you have to question why is it in black and white? Is that an artistic thing? And if right. you if you have a picture of a ghost, are you really going to make it black and white? Or are you doing that to make that white stand out more? And then if so, maybe you put the white in there. So maybe you're right. Maybe it was like an advertisement or maybe it was just, you know, somebody getting on Photoshop and just having some fun. Um, But, oh man, I wish there was a story to go along with that. I was I was so looking forward to that one. I, I was too. I was like, oh, I got to save this photo. Like I saw it, you yeah. know, in an article or something. But then I just never found a story about it. So it's, yeah, it's okay. it could be that it was, again, just something that someone made up to put with an article and then it's just gotten I guess you over. could do an image search for it. Well, I did. I mean, I... A I, reverse I, image search for yeah, it. Yeah, I probably could have done... Probably could have done more. I mean, you've watched Catfish, right? I know how to do reverse image search. <laughs> <laughs> I, tr- I trust me. I've done it before. Uh, I'll see if I can find anything yeah. and I'll, I'll put it in the notes. But if anyone knows anything about the photo, yeah. you know, feel free. It's to- a really cool photo. It though. is a cool photo. I just wish that there was something more with it because I wanted something to explain why it's so thin. Like, it's not thin. Like, you would find somebody that's like anorexic to be thin. It's thin the other way, like shoulder to shoulder thin. Well, I didn't see shoulders. I really just no, saw the you bottom don't. half. But if you pictured what that person would look like if you went up further from that half. I don't know. People were small. And nurses no. especially. They're a little tiny, tiny dress. It didn't look like a nurse. It looked like a wedding dress It looked like to a me. ball gown. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's talk about this elevator. I promised an elevator story. All right. So okay. we're, we're here. Um, uh, this is another photo that I, again, I couldn't tell if it was just a made up photo. So I didn't, I didn't even send it to you, but anyways, uh, so the manager, um, this was uh, from a few years ago, a uh, different manager, but said, uh, the structure remains physically the same as when it was the hospital. 
right? Mm-hmm. Much of the building's original facilities, you kind of talked about that, are there. And that includes the 1926 Otis Elevator. Yes. So it's read and restored and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, the mechanical Jazz Age Marvel um, is said to truly be a sight to see. I do remember seeing this elevator. It is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, it's like, it's got the, you know, click, you know, yeah. kinda, uh, the black lattice work or whatever you call that there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got a, um, a lot of history, um, including something that could make you feel a little eh, spooky when you get inside. Um, in 1935, a well-known Jerome resident by the name of Claude Harvey was working as a maintenance man at the hospital. His body was found in the basement pinned under the elevator. Mm. There's like, okay, so little grossness here. There's like photos. And again, but they're not like photos of like a real crime scene from 1935. So that's why I was like, someone just kind of put this together. Yeah. But it's literally like a very cartoonish looking like outline of a body. Oh. Like right at the elevator. This is like in the maintenance like area with just like where the head is like just under the elevator, like to show you how. It sounds like something out of Murderville. Yeah, it was very much like mm-hmm. Murderville looking. But, anyways, but it shows you that basically like his body and then his head was just what was crushed by Which, the ele- elevator. By the way, if you have like not seen Murderville, looking. if you have not seen Murderville, go watch it. It's on Netflix. Yeah, fun little show for yeah, sure. It's, it's funny. Um, Okay, so uh, okay, so he was killed um, upon investigation. So it was ru- ruled an accident, um, but the elevator was not. They couldn't find anything wrong with it. So basically, people have kind of always wondered if he either like jumped to his death, which I'm not quite sure how that would work, um, or if he was murdered. Um, but you know. No other cause has been determined, right? You know, they ruled it an accident. Um, But shortly after his death, strange occurrences were reported, especially around the elevator. Okay. And then from another source, I found some of those specific stories. So Mm. um, staff working the graveyard shift often see Claude Harvey's ghost near the boiler room, usually walking up the stairs or roaming around as if he's still working. He appears as a shadow against the wall. Nobody has seen a full apparition of him. His shadows have been seen in the laundry room where staff have also heard him coughing and sneezing. When staff checks out the strange noises, they always find the laundry room vacant. Okay. So he's kind of more in like the worky areas as opposed to like, like the floors. All right. Well, um, so let's talk about that Otis elevator again. Yeah. So here's another thing about the Otis elevator. It was designed not for use by people, patients or by um, visitors to the hospital mm. it was designed for um, it was designed for them to like wheel things in and put big things in to move furniture it was like a, mm-hmm. yeah it was like a shipping kind of thing okay. that they would use sure. um, a freight freight elevator there you go that's what it was designed more for mm-hmm. Um so it's interesting that um, this goes down to the boiler room too, which I have seen pictures of the boiler room, mm-hmm. which uh, interesting enough, there's actually two boilers in there. There was three at one time. Wow. One of them was for sterilization of equipment and they don't they didn't need that anymore, so they donated that to another local hospital. Um, but the other two were um, they they have like, independent reasons why they're they're there and i forget exactly what it is 
but it's all very interesting stuff. Um, they all function very well, mm-hmm. uh, and they have ever since 1926. That's crazy! They don't yeah. build them like they used to. No, no, these are like <laughs> engineering marvels. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so let's go back to the story about Claude Harvey. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, it it doesn't come up in any searches when you search for Claude Harvey that he died in an elevator accident, hmm. but Let's say he did. Okay. okay. Let's just assume that this story is is real. Um, you did say that they're not sure the cause of death. Right. If he jumped, well, jumping would be next to impossible uh, in that kind of elevator. Um, yeah, that didn't. That seemed weird to me. As yeah. Like a, so, yeah. Um, jumping to his death would be really impossible. Um, also, someone murdering him would be like. That would be assuming a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. What I would say is he probably, since he was maintenance, he was probably doing something to the elevator, and that's probably what did it. Yeah. Um, even though nothing was wrong, it doesn't mean it doesn't need general maintenance. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to call the Otis Elevator people to come do that. Sure. Um, interesting. Um, there was an Otis L- Elevator in the building I used to work at in um, in Chicago when oh. I, yeah. Okay. And... Um, that thing was broken all the freaking time. <laughs> um, okay, so Claude was probably working on the elevator, doing some kind of maintenance mm-hmm. to it, and uh, it came crashing down on poor Claude, if that happened. Um, I don't, like, unless I have video or pictures or something like that, it's hard for me to debate this because it's just speculation. I mean, it's just people saying things. Um, do I think it's real? No, I don't think it's real. I think maybe they see a shadow of something and assume that it is poor Claude. Um, I, I don't know. Um, but you know, no, I don't think it's anything necessarily. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give this one a two only because there's nothing to debate on this. Whoa. And so I want to give them some benefit of the doubt. Um, it does not mean I believe it. It just does. It just means that I have nothing like the evidence isn't enough to really debate. Okay. There's no pictures. There's no nothing. No, but you have reports of people you, hearing You noises faked me out and... with these pictures that you sent. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought they were, I was going to end up finding more evidence to support them, but, uh, all right. Well, I give this one a seven. Um, definitely a lot of stories about it. And these are workers. I saw you Googling Claude, Claude Harvey. Yeah. I mean, I think unfortunately the haunted stuff is just all is that's like the big thing. So that's really where you see it, but it is on Wikipedia. The story of his ghost. Yeah, Wikipedia is written by normal people, not by like, journalists or no, anything like that. So. But anyways, I do think there was somebody that died. Again, you could debate if he haunts the place. Sure, maybe. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. That's okay. why I gave him a two. <laughs> so um, what is your overall rating of this place? Okay, so my overall rating is going to be a seven. A seven. Yeah, okay, so you never went higher there. than your eight. No, I told you that was probably going to be my highest because I felt like we had the strongest evidence for that one. And that was um, the gurneys. The gurneys, yeah. Um, but definitely everything. I mean, there, gosh, there's so many stories, just so many stories. So, uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, we're going to give it a seven. How about for you? Uh, I'm going to judge it just based upon the evidence that you gave me, okay. not on other evidence that's out there <laughs> that nobody knows about. So I'm going to give this a one. Okay. 
Wow. Because averaging out, I did a couple of zeros, but I did a one and a two. Okay. So I'm going to say one, just round it to one. Wow. Um, yeah. So um, that brings us to our closing argument. This is our last chance to convince you to vote our way. We are each giving one minute of uninterrupted time, and Rebecca's going to time us um, both on her cell phone because my cell phone's being used for something yeah, right now. Yeah, and I'm going to have to get my cell phone just a second. Okay. Um, but we do this to keep each it. other honest. Okay. So I'm going to be watching you, Rebecca, because I know you like to... I do not cheat. Yeah. So am I timing myself is what you're telling yes, me? Yes, you're timing yourself. Okay, here. I'll put it in the middle so that you can see it and I can see it. Except for one minute. One minute. Okay. No more, no less. All right. And go. So the <laughs> Jerome Grand Hotel, one of the most haunted places that we've studied, read about, Um all of the stories that I, I shared today, I feel like have a lot to them, um, a lot of reports, uh, the fact that the hotel keeps record of these things, that, um, you know, it's, a, it's definitely a place that um, a lot of people seem to have these experiences. Uh, and just, man, some great stories, some great evidence, um, especially the gurneys. I just, it was a hospital, like that makes sense to me. The kids, maybe it was a children's ward or something. Um, so yeah, no, I, I just, I think it's haunted. That's it. I'm, I'm going to end a little Whoa, early. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Go. So the Jerome Grand Hotel is uh, grand only in people's minds as far as the um, ghost there. <laughs> uh, it's the typical story that you've heard a ghost story about it, so therefore it has to be haunted, and any history associated with it has to be haunted. There's not much evidence here. Really, there isn't. As far as concrete, hardcore evidence, there are two pictures that Rebecca sent me that she knows nothing more about except for the orb one a little bit. Um, it's This was not enough to go on, wasn't enough to do anything. I only gave it a one because I can't argue with nothing. It doesn't make any sense. So vote no. <laughs> You're done. I'm done, yeah. Okay. All right, so I want to thank you so much for listening. Please share us with your friends and family as Rebecca. I don't know if you knew this, mm. but that is our best form of ad advertisement that we have. That's true. If you tell other people about us and get them listening, and then they tell other people, and yeah. then they tell other people. Because there's nothing we can do that is as good as what you can do yeah. for us. So we strongly encourage you to tell people about it. Tell them that you're listening to and this. And then you can debate it with them. Exactly. It's a lot of fun. Super fun. Uh, remember to hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so yet. Um, another uh, shout out here to YouTube. Uh, we are on YouTube. We have video on YouTube now. This episode will be a video episode. Mm -hmm. You can and see me rolling my eyes at Pat. Yes, all the time. And she then rolls he her eyes rolls all his the eyes time. back at me. I do not roll my eyes ever, Rebecca. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so I do want to give a quick mention to our, our VIP producer level on um, Patreon. Mm -hmm. So we have Alicia. Carrie. Becky. Natalie. Kim. Ta. Ernie. Marisol. Shayla. Cindy. 
Kevin. Nicole. Jessica. Alice. Austin. Aaron. Hope. And Candy. Yep. And um, on the next Ghostly, we will be talking about, how do you say that? Beauregard Keys. Beauregard Keys Hotel in New Orleans. Well, it's the house. I don't know if it's a hotel. Oh, hotel. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm saying hotel. I'm just in hotel mode right now. That's all right. Uh, And it comes out on February 22nd. Yeah, we're going back to New Orleans. You excited? Yeah, I'm always excited. I mean, not physically, but, you know, mentally. Yeah. Uh, If you're in New Orleans, don't go to Cafe Dumont. Go to Cafe Beignet for your beignets. Okay. Just a little bit of a heads up to people. Um, You will have much better service. You will have higher quality food. You will actually have silverware. Yeah, and they don't complain about you using multiple plates if you want to share. Okay, that sounds good. That's a personal thing I had happen to me. I can tell, yeah. But until next time, stay ghostly. Bye.